Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. No, because I have the biggest trauma now that this button is going to be fucking green the whole time. Welcome back to the podcast. We are officially recording and I'm, I just want to like stare at it for a few minutes to make sure we're actually recording. I guess I shouldn't say minutes, but a few seconds. Like, are we on? Are we on? Because last week was so tragic. Obviously, thank you guys who still listened to last week's episode. It was still a great episode. I was just so mad about the freaking audio And if you guys missed it, I missed pressing the button to record. So luckily I was recording on YouTube. If you guys are watching weekly, you always hang out with me and you know, we have the best visuals ever, but I did not push record. I was so, I think I was just so flustered coming down. I got that, I got that gift from Isaac. He wrote me this nice letter. I was telling you guys about it. I was pumped up and I literally just forgot to press record. So welcome back to brunch with Desby. As always, I'm Des, also known as Desby. And today the B stands for banger, blazing, beautiful album. And we're going to be talking all about guts today. But before we get into that, I really need to address the elephant in the room that you cannot really notice, but I just have to get it off my chest. My fingernails. Okay. I have, I have nails missing. I did like the impress press on like where they're not actually glue. They just last for like a couple days. Don't get me wrong. They, they lasted really well through the weekend, but I'm trying to hold off on getting my nails done until I'm in Columbus this weekend which you guys will see, I'm obviously in town for the tent sale. So I want to get my nails done because next week I leave for my really big photo shoot, video shoot, collab shoot that I can't really tell you about yet, but just hang in, hang in, hang in there, babe. Okay. We're going to get all into it. Also, as you guys can see, spooky merch is officially live. Thank you to Whoever it was, I wish I remembered your name that told me, Hey Des, can you launch the spooky merch earlier? Because you made such a fantastic point to make sure that this merch came out before obviously like October where everyone can wear it way longer. So thank you so much for calling me out on my problematic actions and making me a better person. So let's get into today's episode because we have a lot going on. We have had a lot going on. We've, we've had a lot of, of drama. We've had a lot of shit hit the fan last week. And you know, by all, as always, by the time my podcast comes out, new stuff has come out, but I cover everything I can up until Tuesdays. Sorry. That's when my podcast is due. All right. (laughs) So the first thing I really wanted to start out was also by telling you guys, Merry Christmas. And you might be wondering what the fuck, like it's literally September. No, like Merry Christmas, because why are number one black Friday sales already starting? Who, who gave everyone the right to start black Friday in fucking August? Okay. This, some of the black Friday sales started a week ago, two weeks ago in August, every year we are like inching up black Friday. Why? Why black Friday falls on a reason because my childhood, we would wake up and we would go to the bed, bath and beyond the best buy, whatever, and stand in line at midnight. 
Stay true to our Black Friday morals and values. Please, for the love of fucking God, okay? I'm tired of thinking about Christmas in August. Let me have a couple months to unwind and get my pockets ready to go balls deep into Christmas decor and presents, okay? Thank you so much. Why are we doing holiday kits? Why are we putting out Black Friday sales? Why are we already doing Christmas specials? Knock it the fuck off, okay? I need to enjoy spooky season. I need to enjoy apple cider, apple donuts, anything pumpkin before I even think about peppermint. So go crawl back in your hole, every corporation in America, and stay true to our morals of Black Friday falling in November. Thank you. Moving forward, last week's recap, okay? Last week's episode, if you guys went there, we, we got dark. We got dark and we cried. We're two for two. Will we go three for three? I don't know. I got a few messages from you guys. Hey, Des. Um, you've been pretty emotional lately. You're not pregnant, are you? I sw- When I tell you guys I will fucking block you, if you ever ask me that or put a hex over my head that I will get pregnant again, I will quite literally boot you from this community, okay? Do not ask me that. Also, I say that with love. No, I'm not pregnant. Okay, I just had my period. We're good. We know how babies are made and we are avoiding it. Let me tell you that. I did go today actually to get my Botox done because I have, you know, my special shoot at the end of the month. And I'm going to be honest, babe, I want my phrase. <laughs> I want my phrase. I want my face to be frozen. Call it a phrasing. There, there we go. I want to be frozen, a frozen face. Does that even make sense? No, Phrase, phrasin, phrasin, phasin. I want to be phasin. My face is frozen. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? I want to look like the Snow Queen. I want to look like Elsa. I want to not move. I want to look like the mother off of the Cinderella story. I want to look immobile, all right? So I went and got my Botox done, and I was going to touch up my lippies, but the person who did my lips last time botched me, not really, kind of. I think she was new at putting in filler, which is fine, but also I don't think she is. Pretty sure she said she'd been doing it for like 15 years. Anyways, the way that she put in my filler and dragged up, she gave me like a, a bubble under, like in my lip. Nothing I have to worry about. Might have to get it dissolved and redone. Regardless, fuck people who do not know what they're doing. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so my lips look fine. They're good, whatever. But I just wanted to add a little bit of, you know, volume for the special week that I have coming up. And I couldn't. <laughs> so that's fucking annoying. But you know what? It's okay. All right, so the big news for the week that I needed to cover first was obviously Guts was released. And you guys, if you guys are new here, welcome to the Olivia Rodrigo cult fan base. And if you are if you are not new here, you guys know I already ride deep for Olivia Rodrigo. I feel somewhat like a 50-year-old woman that is obsessed with an 18-year-old. Like that's just how it feels. That's how, our, that's how our friendship and dynamic feels, our parasocial relationship. But I feel like I relate to Olivia because she somewhat gives me the vibes of like, what we grew up with, like a little bit of like the Veronica's, a little bit of say maybe Ashley Simpson, a little bit of Avril Lavigne, giving us pop punk princess reboot in a Gen Z millennial form. So I feel like I can kind of, that's why I kind of am drawn to her because I love her love ballads. I love her ability to hit these beautiful notes while being able to get down with like this little punky energy. And I just, I completely stand. So Guts came out 
Of course, I'm staying up. I'm up at midnight. I'm listening to a few songs and I'm falling asleep. Next morning, I wake up. It has been on quite literally repeat ever since then. She is so talented. I am just blown away by the album. Like there's a few songs I haven't like listened to on loop, but only because there's a few that I just loved so deeply immediately. I was like, I need to listen to this 500 times in a row. So some of my favorite off the top of my head, logical, okay? Love is never logical. Oh my God, it's just so fucking good. I'm like, I wanna get that tattooed on me. <laughs> Next one I really loved was All American Bitch. Okay, this is this is so fun. It's just such a, a loud ballad, you know? All American Bitch. Perfect all American lives. Uh, it's just, it's such a good yellable, like, fuck yeah. Like, I love myself. I'm an all American bitch. And I, and I love that. I love that little bit sass. All right. The next one I really love is Making the Bed. Dude, this song touched me so deep in my soul. Like, when I heard it, I literally was like, I love that lyric so much. I grew up with, like, my mom always telling me, telling me stories, whatever. And the thing she always said a lot was like, Hey, if you make your bed, when you make your bed, you lay in it. So I grew up with this mantra of the, you know, if when you make your bed, whatever that bed may be, you have to lay in it. So for her to come out with this song, making the bed and literally speak about how she's so tired of hanging out with her fair weather friends, but she's pushing away these people she loves the most. Um, but it's no one else's fault. It's her. She's the one making the bed. And I just thought that was so lyrically fucking phenomenal. We haven't seen that be used in, you know, any other songs or whatever. It's, I just, I loved it so much. So that was my other favorite one. Probably one of my favorite songs on the album. Pretty Isn't Pretty. Love that song as well. The song Lacey. Lacey, oh Lacey. You know, I think it's like, with skin pale as pastry. And then eyes white as daisies. Oh, it's just her, like literally, listen to this voice. aren't you the sweetest thing on this side of hell? Like anyways, love that. Okay. And then last one I really liked was actually get him back. It was, it's a little bit of like more of a single girly anthem. So it's not something I'm like screaming from the rooftops. I'm like happily married with two kids, but it's a really cute song. Like if I was like, I've kind of put myself back in that like 18, 16, 17 year old person. Right. And you're like, oh my gosh, this song, I would have, I would have died to sing this song in high school. So it was a really nice album. I just, I'm so obsessed. She's actually performing at the VMAs tonight, which we are recording before the VMAs. So I'm curious to see how she does. She's very much a, not like a veteran performer. You know, we haven't seen her perform a ton. So I just, I hope she crushes it and just really like continues to prove people wrong. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to the top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy 
that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. update when it comes to football news like no one actually gives two shits about football like I'm really convinced the only people that care about football are pick me girls and men come for me for that I don't give a fuck you know the girls are like "Mm, I totally understand football I'm like okay do you get like a gold star also I'm just kidding please allow me to be comedic but huge news was I was actually (laughs) I was actually watching the game last night (laughs) On 9-11 in New York, New York Jets versus the Bills. I believe it's the Bills. It was. Was it the Bills? Fuck, I hope it was. Anyways, game was crazy. The end, like the last 48 seconds was literally gnarly. They ended up going to overtime. The kicker kicked a field goal. It literally bounced right off the fucking field goal. Went in, put him in overtime. And then um, they ended up catching the receiving kick and like ran all down the field for a fucking touchdown. It was a phenomenal end to the game. It was a phenomenal win. But what I didn't know when I walked in on my husband watching it, because I was playing the Sims, was that Aaron Rodgers, who was like this huge commit to the Jets, was really going to like just, you know, re-change the organization and bring back football to New York, you know, whatever they say. He went out like the fucking first couple plays, if not the first play, as of right now, confirmed MRI tore his Achilles. He was already on the bridge. Like, I think he's 40. You know, he's like up there with Tom Brady. It's like, go, go fucking retire. You know, like you've, you've made so much money. You are fucking good. But you know what? I totally understand the love of the game. Okay. So regardless, he was going to stretch out this contract, you know, whatever. Boom. He's hurt. So he is out for the rest of the season. Therefore, every person, every man, every pick me woman's fantasy league is fucked. And I honest, I quite honestly laughed about that. I did not laugh about Aaron Rodgers being hurt because that is very traumatic and that, that really sucks. You know, he's probably done playing football and that's really sad. Um, but, you know, whatever. He's making money anyway by being hurt. The other thing I had on the, on the other side of that is Mr. Joe Burrow. And then Mr. Travis Kelsey. We have two different, we have two different uh, kind of like stories here. First off, Joe Burrow highest paid in the NFL right now. He just signed a contract for like $734 million over X amount of years. Guaranteed, was it like 719? I don't have the numbers in front of me, but regardless, an absurd amount of money guaranteed. So what I'm doing is relaying that back. Jordan or Aaron Rodgers signs this contract, right? For five years to be at the New York Jets. Say he, for easy math, a million dollars. Okay. Guaranteed 700,000, right? That means that even though the first game of the season, he just tore his Achilles probably out for the rest of life. The New York Jets just lost so much money because they're still, they paid him his contractual amount, no matter what, right? Regardless of getting hurt, regardless of, you know, quitting, whatever that's money that they owe him. Isn't that crazy? So anyways, Joe Burrow, 
um, just set the record for being like the highest paid in the NFL, which like go off King, like your, your, your looks alone deserve it. You know, he is a handsome man. And I think we all know that same with Travis Kelsey. And that is what we're leading to next with our weekly Taylor news. Okay. Travis Kelsey and Taylor have reportedly don't shoot the messenger, but there is a messenger out there saying that they've been seeing each other. <laughs> As much as I don't feel like people are, people are like, this isn't her type. This isn't her type. First off, you don't know Taylor Swift. I don't even know Taylor Swift. How do we know what her type is? Her other types that she's been with have been like these skinny motherfuckers, these skinny musicians, these skinny bitches. I feel like she kind of needs a fucking man. She, need a, she needs a man's man. So I think if her and Travis Kelsey, like, listen, the minute that she shows up to his game and like she's photographed coming into the stadium or sitting in the stadium or being in a box seat, the air will be taken out of my fucking lungs. I'm so serious. Like, because also here's the thing. I'm never going to be against new music and like to hear a whole album dedicated to Travis Kelsey, like doesn't sound too bad. Okay. So I'm very excited. Um, I hope that it's actual news, but also the news with Taylor Swift is that there is a leak that there's this song that's going to be released. Um, that's going to be a vault track with her and Harry styles called clouds, her and Harry quite literally mom and dad, you know what I mean? So if this really comes to fruition, like I love Harry styles, I love Taylor Swift. Sometimes I even wonder, I'm like, what is my music taste? Who am I? Because I, I go from like the most extreme Skrillex EDM screamo to like Taylor Swift, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, Harry styles, crying, bawling on the ground. Maybe I just have a broad palette. Maybe that's a positive thing. Few other news. Number one, big yikes in the news past week. We saw Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis stand up for Danny, who was sentenced to 30 years in prison for the rape of two women back in the early 2000s. And Mila and Ashton wrote character letters to the court of, you know, just kind of explaining why Danny, I think his name was like Matterson. I don't want to, whatever, Danny M from that 70s show, why he was, you know, a good person to them for 25 years. And it's not sitting right with a lot of people, you know, because uh, Ashton and Mila are very, very huge advocates for sexual assault victims, sex crime victims, sex workers, sex trafficking, et cetera. That's like their mission in life. Like they're very, very powerful in that way. It's kind of like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, right? Like they're both very open about advocating for the children, for women, for victims, right? So a lot of people saw this news. They're like, well, what the fuck? Why are they writing letters of character to the judge defending this rapist, right? That was the, that was the idea. Since then they came out with the statement, um, it was messy. The video was quite awkward. Um, they looked like they were being filmed by terrorists. Like, you know what I mean? Like it looked like a hostage situation in their video. It was very awkward, which at that point, what are you supposed to do? Like, you know, you got to make a statement. You got to make sure it's correct and you got to be very serious about it. But it was just, a, it was giving ISIS. I'm not gonna lie. That was, a, I mean, that was kind of scary. That was kind of a scary video. I was like, is there someone behind the camera? Are you okay? Can you blink twice? So that is the news this past week. I'll be curious to see how it transpires. I feel like people are just kind of reaching for news right now. You know, we're still on writer strike. We're still on SAG strike, you know, whatever. So there's not a lot of like new reality TV, like not reality TV. There's not just like a, a lot of news, right? Cause a lot of people like are just in their houses, not filming stuff. There's no controversy to be made. So I feel like some people are just kind of like, you know, scratching at whatever surface they have for drama, but you know, I'm going to 
spectate it. I'm going to listen to it all and I'm going to take it in because at the end of the day, it's not my problem. Next up, another big yikes is Jamie Lynn Spears was acquainted, wait, acquitted. No, whoa, that's like legal. Jamie Lynn Spears was uh, appointed, there we go, a spot on Dancing with the Stars. So she will be joining our favorite, Ariana, from Vanderpump Rules. There are two people that I know for sure confirmed. I didn't look into the rest of the cast list, but Jamie Lynn Spears will be on Dancing with the Stars. And honestly, I do not like her. Like I've, I genuinely have hated Jamie Lynn Spears since she fucked up Zoe 101 by getting pregnant. And that is to no fault of teenage pregnancy. But I remember being so fucking pissed knowing that she got pregnant. I was like, why did she get fucking pregnant? This was the best show. You know, fuck her, whatever. So I've had it out for her since she ruined that show. But I will say, I just don't think this is a good look. I think- you know, she tries to look like this like superhero and, you know, we will never know at the end of the day, like what happened to Brittany. Sadly, you know, why she is the way she is, what happened to her other than, you know, just being so controlled child star. I mean, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happened to her. Let's be honest, but Jamie Lynn Spears happens to be in the middle of it, you know, and always has been. And then she went on to call her daddy um, a couple months ago and just, that was problematic. So I'm just kind of curious, you know, are they really trying to get those views up? Because there, to me, is no reason why she should be on it. Um, I just feel like that spot could have be, could have been filled with someone else, you know? I would have rather seen another TikTok star on there instead of her. So we will see how that goes. I will be very curious what that looks like. So next up, we have a little bit of feedback, okay? So last week's episode was really fun. I really want to do an episode with Wyatt and we're kind of, we've been planning on it because we've been doing our research. We've watched a few documentaries. We've listened to a few podcasts. We've really been taking in information regarding the Illuminati, regarding conspiracy theories, you know, all these things above and beyond. So we're going to have him on next week, but I also wanted to do another advice with Desby, which is my favorite episode to ever record other than tell me a secret because those are just completely fucked all the time. But I want to do an advice with Desby, but I want you guys to write into me, okay? Um, or not write into me, t- talk, talk to me, okay? I created a speak pipe, which like, isn't that a fucked up name? I don't know, like speak pipe just like doesn't sit right with me. So if you go to speakpipe.com slash brunch with Desby, you guys can see it right here. You can use your microphone on your phone and leave me a voice message. And from there, literally I'm able to do this. So I'm a single mom. Um, my daughter's father. Hey, Des. Um, I just want to say. Okay, I don't. I don't want to ruin it. Hey, Des. Love you so much. Okay, literally, I love you guys already. But please go leave me a voice message. It's so fucking easy. Literally, I could leave one myself. Hey, bitch, you're the best. Love you so much. You don't have to put your name. You don't have to do your email. If you want to put your name in, you can. If you want to put in a fake name, you can. Don't care. Or you can type in my advice segment column, Google Doc, whatever. You can do it in the link in bio, description box, show notes, whatever you want to do. If you don't feel comfortable like having your voice, because I do understand sometimes you're like, oh my God, what if someone hears my voice? I get it. But go leave me a voicemail. Tell me something. Specifically right now, the, the speak pipe is going to be for advice. So leave your advice, leave your predicament, leave your little pickle that you're in and let me help you get out of it. Also make sure that you give me a little shout out, little review, little comment on Apple podcasts. Leave me a little, you know, love this podcast so much. Had so much fun listening. LOL so hard. Oh my gosh. Had to go to the hospital. I was laughing so hard. Oh my gosh. I'm dehydrated from crying so much. Whatever your little comment might be, make sure you do that. So next week I can also shout you out. Yay. All right. 
tuning into a little bit of an update. I did mention last week and I alluded to a little bit of a membership shift and change. So as of even right now, the links are already live. Our membership is only $29 per month. We have gone ahead and switched things up. We're focused on our monthly workouts still, our monthly focus, our monthly newsletter. But now the few things that we had that really increased the value are going to be taken out. So challenges are going to be completely separate and plans are completely separate. All right. If you are someone who is looking to do, you know, bridal boot camp, timeless 2.0, fit guide 1.0, whatever, you can get those whenever you want. And they're always going to be yours to keep. But in the membership, we are really thriving towards a dollar a day. We're getting the best workout. We're getting workouts strategically planned for you month for month to continue progress and continue to have monthly focuses in the newsletter. So you never have to think twice about what you're doing in the gym. You're always opening it up. Well, when we run into a challenge or a program, whatever, you have full ability to cancel do whatever you want during that time. Okay. There is no one, there's no one holding a gun to your head to say, Hey, you have to keep your fucking membership because guess what? It's $29 now for everyone. So anyone who didn't get it for $29 during the founder's price, now you get it for $29. Or if you had to cancel and you're sad, you're like, fuck, I can't ever sign back up again. Cause it's $49. No worries. We docked the price by literally $20. All right. With that being said, if you guys have any questions, please let me know, but it's very, very straight up. The membership will continue to go every single month per normal. Okay. Even if we're in a challenge, if you're in the, if you're in the membership, guess what? You get new workouts, you get a new newsletter. Like you have nothing to do with the challenge. Challenges have nothing to do with you. We're in a separate Facebook group, separate Facebook group. You're here. You're here. Everything is just black and white. So if you're in a position where you are, you can't do a challenge, you know, Hey, $117 up front. I can't really do that right now. No big deal because we have the membership for you. You never have to have FOMO. You're still with the community. We're still cheering you on and we're still there for you every single month. The thing with the challenges though, as always, is when you do sign up, you get to keep the program. You get to keep the plan. You get to keep the sample meal plans, everything that we continue to create brand new every single challenge. So that is a little update for you guys. There is more to come. If you are already a member and you have been since like I would say September or earlier, right? September or earlier, really August or earlier. So if you're a member since June, July, or August, I will be emailing you individually. Do not freak out hearing this and go, holy fuck, what, what about me? I am taking care of you individually based off of different things, okay? But if you're someone who's been holding out on the membership and you're like, oh my gosh, I really wanna join the membership, but like, you know, I haven't been able to, it's just, you know, kind of steep $49 per month. Guess what? $29 per month now. So that is our big update. I will continue to kind of give you guys some feedback and whatnot on my Instagram. Just make sure that you stay tuned there. Next up, we do have a few new launches. Number one, Buff Bunny restock of the Dream House collection is tomorrow. I'm pretty fucking excited because this was my favorite launch of the year, probably top to bottom from any active wear thus far. Buff Bunny Dream House collection was my absolute favorite. As of tomorrow at 2 p.m. EST, we are restocking. There's a few new pieces as well. New revolution pieces. There's a new really cute long sleeve top and there's another color. There's more colors in the six inch legacy shorts. So you're going to see some new stuff as well, but also just a simple restock because it sold out so fast. That is tomorrow at 2 p.m. EST. Starting today, we have the Petula tent sale online. So you're able to go online and shop the tent sale. There's going to be like leggings and bras for like $5, $10, $2. Like they're crazy fucking sales, okay? And you can still use my code to save more money off of it, which is fucking baller. Obviously, my code for Petula isn't like super huge, but you're still saving money. 
And this is also the tent sale via online. It's going to be crazy. Last thing we have new Paragon coming up this Tuesday, as always does be for 11% off. You guys are going to flip shit at what is coming. I, I have to say what I'm most excited for is probably like, I think November, maybe December timeframe. So it's not like something you have to be ready for right now, but just know like save your dollars from every launch. Like don't buy your buff bunny in October. Don't buy anything in October. Save your fucking money for November, December. I promise. Okay. We have a little bit of watches and like listens. So I wanted to tell you guys two podcasts I listened to this week, which is funny because they were just like, they come, they came about from just like personal discovery. Cause I was looking up cult stuff. I was looking up conspiracy theories. I was looking up the Illuminati, right? We were in these long drives. And so why, and I were like, why not just, you know, listen to some good shit. So I'm like, okay, yeah. So I looked up this podcast. It's called, it sounds like a cult. It's with these two girls. And again, I, I like don't even know who they are. So I wish I did, but it's called, it sounds like a cult. I listened to two different episodes. One was about Disney adults. So what they do is they take these topics every week and they kind of dissect, like, is this technically a cult based off of like what they do, what they make them do, et cetera. So they do them on like the Bachelor. I listened to that one as well. The Bachelor, Disney Adults. They had some on MLM. They had some on PTA moms, mom influencers. So they do like these topics and then they subset them into like, is this considered a cult based off of like what they do? You know, whatever. It's kind of, it's a fun take on like a podcast. So I did listen to that. There was a really funny one about, is this a cult Disney Adults? Fucking hilarious. Because again, it just reaffirmed that like, listen, I admitted to being a Disney adult, but bitch, I am not a crazy Disney adult. Like there are definitely tears and I'm on the lower end. Okay. But I still stand with the idea that, you know, I'm a Disney adult. I'm not going to take that away from you guys shutting, you know, shutting me of that and definitely like telling me, Hey, you were fucking wrong, but I'm not that crazy. Okay. The next one I listened to was a Spotify exclusive and it was literally called conspiracy theories. Okay. And I started listening to this one on the Illuminati, that was really good. But then it, there was another one and it wasn't necessarily conspiracy theories, but it, it was sharing a story. So it was a part one and a part two. So it shared the story of what this event, and then it got into like what people think, maybe why it happened, etc. But it was on the Jonestown mass suicide. So this was what happened in the late 1970s. I believe it was like 1979. These very famous Jonestown murders, murder, suicide. So this guy ends up being like this, you know, cult leader. It is a cult. At the command of Jim Jones, more than 900 followers of the People's Temple drank a beverage laced with cyanide in an act that Jones labeled as revolutionary suicide. Jones himself was found dead from a shot in the head, but the details of this mass suicide don't quite line up. Was this truly a mass suicide or was it a mass murder? And did Jim Jones fake his own death? So that's part one. Um, and then part two kind of talk about what they think could happen. So a lot of people, you know, did the government have a hand in these deaths? Could the cults have been connected to the mysterious MK ultra program? Was Jim Jones murdered? Did he fake his own death? So those are, again, it's called conspiracy theories. There is a part one and a part two. There's also part one and part two about princess Diana area 51 chemtrails, Illuminati, um, the death of Kurt Cobain, the murder of Chandra Levy, prison industrial complex, men in black, Freemasons, um, Marilyn Monroe, Flight Malaysia, um, 370. So there's a lot of different ones. And again, like I was all the way back and I believe the Jonestown one was like 2020. It's like one of their first episodes. Oh shit, dude. 20, 2018. 
So this episode I listened to was from 2018. It was still really good. All the facts are still straight, but it was very, very good. Sounds like a cult. It is Amanda Mantell and Issa Medina, Cult of Burning Man. Disney adults, cult of spiritual scammers, cult of airline miles, cult of peace corpse, cult of the hammer family, cult of TikTok social houses, X, Y, and Z. They just go down different things people are kind of obsessed with. And they're like, okay, does, does this make people like kind of in a cult? So I really loved it. There were two really good episodes. And again, we like drove so much this past week to Ohio by the time you're listening to this, that, that that's kind of what I took in. The next thing that I watched was actually pretty dark. It was the new Netflix documentary on the Boy Scouts of America sexual assault victims. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the Michael Jackson. I think they called it like never, never happy ending or something like that. Like basically took his like house and made it like they kind of put a play, a spin on words. I wish I remember what it was, but it was the two victims specifically the two men that really came forward about their life in their childhood being robbed from Michael Jackson being assaulted and whatnot. I wish I remember what it was on Hulu. I don't know. You could probably Google it and look it up like Michael Jackson assault documentary. Sounds terrible to Google, but I'm pretty sure that's how you could find it. But it kind of reminded me of that where you have these boys where it's very hard to come out about sexual assault. Like it's already hard enough to come out with it in general, like as a woman, I can only assume to be a man and come out that you have been, you know, touched specifically by another man. It's very hard because of like a lot of deep rooted homophobia. You know what I mean? Like men, I'm assuming, and again, I'm assuming I'm not a man. I never will be. And I don't know how that feels, but I would only assume that they maybe feel a sense of, you know, this manliness of them being stripped from them. And if they come out and say, oh, another man touched me, another man raped me, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, oh, so you liked it? So you're fucking gay? Like, it becomes this maybe like joke, right? And I would only hope people nowadays won't reply like that. But I think back when these crimes were happening in the early 80s, um, 60s, 70s, even probably fucking now, right? Let's be honest. Like, once there's a problem, it's never fully fixed. You would only hope that they continue to try to correct it. But regardless... You know, back then we're, we're in these very, very traditional times where a lot of like traditional household values held true, you know, being gay was a sin X, Y, and Z. So these kids were just, I mean, brutally molested, raped and assaulted even hundreds of yards from their families. And it was just a really dark documentary. It was eye opening. I think it's always very important to as much as certain things like that are uncomfortable to watch, I think it's very important to be aware of what could happen, questions to ask, steps to take to check backgrounds or, you know, whatever you can do to really take the extra mile. And I only hope that as that is like a youth driven program, other youth driven programs can see where they went wrong and really correct themselves also before there's an issue with themselves. Um, but it also made me wonder, I'm like, so what the fuck's going on with Girl Scouts? You're telling me there's not fucked up shit that's happening there? Like we need to protect kids. You know, I, this is so dark. Let me go here for a second. I had to take Maddox to the doctor today. It was this routine, you know, three years old checkup, right? So we went, um, and during this time, you know, as a parent, obviously you're always in the room, right? Like no questions asked. You're in the room with your kid. It's not like the doctor's like, Hey ma'am, can you step out? You know, we're going to, we're going to check him like, whatever. I'm in the room. My doctor phenomenal. Love him. Right. So at one point, you know, I'm holding Maddox in there. He's like, okay, buddy, can you take your shirt off? So, you know, Maddox just opens his arms, take his shirt off, takes his shirt off. 
He's like, okay, buddy, thank you so much. Um, hey, how about we go ahead and pull your pants down? He pulls his pants down, um, takes his diaper off. Maddox has no idea what's going on. You know, he's checking, you know, he's checking him, checking his testicles, everything you're supposed to do as a doctor, checking his femoral pulses, X, Y, and Z, everything that's very routine, right? But my mind got these intrusive thoughts of just how, how kids don't know. You know, Maddox didn't blink twice when he said, take a shirt off. He didn't blink twice when he was touching his penis. Like it, and it's sad because we really do have to protect the fucking kids. Kid, like we don't know. I would even argue under, you know, 10 or 12, we don't know. People say, hey, I, you know, I got it. Say you're never introduced to sex by your parents, right? Which I think a lot of us kind of aren't, you know, I don't think there's a lot of us right now at our age that can say we had a true sex talk with our family. But if you weren't introduced to that and you had a fucking weird uncle or even a weird aunt, you know, let's not discriminate here. Anyone can assault anyone. And they say, Hey, I have to touch you here. I have to put this inside you. Don't tell your mom or dad or else they're going to be mad at you or whatever you think. Like I wouldn't tell anyone, you know what I mean? Like put yourself back in that, that being a kid, you know, okay. I won't tell him promise, you know, whatever we wouldn't think twice. And so it just made me so sad after watching that documentary and then seeing, you know, me watching my own son, knowing what's going on, consenting to him being checked because he needs to, and thinking of the kids that don't consent and think that that is routine, you know, cause they don't think twice. They're like, okay, yeah. Like this adult wants to do this. I trust them, you know? And it, it, it was just sad. It's very sad. And you know, Maddox is three years old. And the sad thing is, is that there's plenty of three-year-olds, four-year-olds, again, these kids who can't even really formulate a full fucking thought that are being taken advantage of by pedophiles. And it's terrifying. So it just made me really aware of just, you know, as a mom, like, you know, am I going to let my kids have sleepovers? Like, I don't know. Like there's a lot of weird dividing stuff on the internet now about, you know, letting your kids be at sleepovers, letting your kids stay places without you. And I know there comes a point where you can't be like, live in this stress bubble or this anxiety bubble, but at what point do you control it and have it be something that you can control and not just kind of fucking roll the dice? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. And, you know, as always, while you're listening, you know, comment on the YouTube video, like as you're listening, even if you comment five times, just different thoughts you have, like, I love to hear from you guys. Um, but what are your thoughts on you know, sleepovers with kids. If you're a mom, like, do you do sleepovers? Have you done sleepovers? Have you thought about it? Are you going to, are you not going to, what does that look like? Cause I think, you know, for me, I never had a home that I wanted people to come to. Like we had like a fucking two by two house. You know what I mean? Like we had, we lived in the tiniest house. I, my friends always had bigger homes than me. And so I always wanted to go over there and you know, my mom let me, but she always had to talk to their family and blah, 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 whatever. Right. We get it. I will say too, a lot of my friends I spent the night at, they didn't like have present dads. Again, not that it matters, but I'm just making a point. None of them had brothers. None of them had people that, you know, maybe you would be raising your eyes at first of like, hey, don't touch my daughter, you know, whatever. But I, when I was there, you know, it was just us. And my mom was always very corresponding with like the, the parent, you know, but for me, I want my home to be a place where my kids' friends want to come, you know, and, and I know that they're safe here and I can, foster the environment, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I don't know, like, what are your guys' thoughts about kids going overnight with other families that you maybe don't know or other adults? What about overnight field trips? Like, you know, I think, oh my God, I can't believe we're diving into this, but I'm sure you guys can all relate. I remember like I had, when I was in fifth grade, we went to fifth grade camp 
Okay. We went to fifth grade camp. It was man, maybe two or three days that we actually spent the night away from our family. We're in fifth grade. I, so that I was in, it would have been 2005, right? I would have been nine years old, nine years old. And I'm, I'm sent off to spend the night somewhere in a bunk bed in granted. We were split up, right? Boys here, girls here, but we were all from different schools. Like it was a huge camp during this time. Like we had camp counselors, right? Watching us. They were just high schoolers. Like they were like maybe seniors or whatever. We, I mean, boys had boys, girls had girls, right? But obviously again, gender doesn't stop someone from assaulting someone. We were just there. No other adults, no other chaperones, right? Like who knows what could have happened? Who knows? Maybe something did. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But so many weird things like that, that again, back in 05, we didn't know any better, right? We didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. Like things change, things evolve, but it's also crazy to like look back and go, wow, if we would have known what we know now, maybe we wouldn't have done that or we would have done that differently. That's also why I hate like cancel culture in the way of like, let me dig up everything you did back in 1990s. Like no fucking shit. Things were different in the nineties. Like you had white people saying the N word you had, like it was just fucking different. And it's fucked up to say you had people playing blackface. You had other people doing different things and racist things that we would call today racist back then. Like we just didn't know, like there wasn't, it doesn't mean it wasn't wrong, but there wasn't a societal correction. Right. So anyways, point being that documentary fucked me up, made me spiral. And then made me think about my old childhood. And it almost like, I almost got in my head. I'm like, was I ever touched? Dude, like, how would I know? Do I know? Do I know? You know, you almost like not that you ever want to find that it happened to you, you know, but it's like such a traumatic thing that you hear all the time, how people close it down in their mind. Right. And they like, almost like your mind protects you from what really happened where then you're like, Oh my God, was, wait, was I ever alone with him? Did I do that? You almost spiral in your own mind. Like what if something happened to me and I didn't know, right? I hope that does not come across wrong in any way, but I can only imagine what it feels like to be abused. I can't, I should say, I can't imagine, but to sympathize, I feel like it is something you just, you never can heal from, you know, like you can heal every day a little bit more, a little bit more, but I don't, I don't think you could ever fully heal. Like, I feel like that's something that is just so difficult to process your whole life, you know, and it just really makes me sad that a lot of people take that away from young boys, girls, whatever, you know, those people do deserve to fucking rotten hell. Like you, you can't just rape someone and then go sit in prison for five months and come out a new person. Like you made the choice, you made your bed and you have to lay in it. Just like Miss Olivia Rodrigo would say, peace, punch, Captain Crunch, have fucking fun in prison. You know, like, thanks so much. So that was my, wow. That was, that took a really long turn that I was not expecting, but it really went deep with me. It made me, you know, again, just kind of like wonder, it made me wonder, you know, what shall that be? Okay. Last thing I wanted to cover before we kind of wrap up the episode was a little skin update, you know, wellness corner. I told you guys a couple of weeks back, probably about a month ago. Now I was kind of like cutting down on caffeine, cutting down on energy drinks. I was ditching my Alani greens, the peach iced tea one, and that I stopped taking like any extra vitamins. My skin has been better, way better. First off, not like perfect, but I also then like had my period last week. So like my, you know, my skin was kind of like, Meh. so I think I've just like found a good new routine, but skincare has still stayed very consistent, just like very bland. Like I'm just using the bare minimum Tula, like my cleanser, 
my wrinkle treatment drops, my vitamin C moisturizer, my eye gels, you know, like I'm keeping it very, very simple. My occasional sugar scrub because I love a good pumpkin moment. But really other than that, I'm not like loading my face up with a bunch of stuff because I think that's what I just don't need in this moment. You know, like, let me figure out the root of this first. I did start taking my Alani greens again a couple weeks ago, like just the regular greens, the, the original OGs. And I have been feeling really good. You know, like nothing has happened. So I think it could have been that probiotic I got from Amazon, which was such a fuck up, but it's okay. Last thing that I wanted to chat about were a few things from Reddit. (laughs) Don't you guys just like love Reddit so much? Okay. So I wanted to go over a few kind of hot takes and see my takes on them to kind of finish up this episode. Cause I always, you know, I love giving my opinion because I think that's what the I think that's what the people need. You guys are always, you know, you're wandering so lost every week and you're like, oh, Des, guide me, guide me. And I'm like, oh, I got you. Here's my opinion. Follow it. (laughs) All right. So the first one I see, so some of these are kind of like random, but I thought they'd be an interesting point to twist. Leaking data or footage of unpublished games or songs or movies, however you get movies anymore, is disrespectful to the hard work developers and musicians put into their work. There is a reason you can't see certain aspects of a game or a song that others are working on and keeping a secret. They're working extremely hard on the overall experience for gamers or for listeners and needing to make sure that it is a positive experience first. Leaking data or footage or songs that was not meant to be seen before release harms the person's experience. Now, I would argue that that's like just like a little too deep because I think at the end of the day, when stuff is leaked, it's also like, it only gets more press. Like imagine getting extra press before what you really want to sell is ready to sell. Sign me up. You know what I mean? Like I understand the idea of like it changing a person's experience or you take something out of context. Like when Olivia Rodrigo put the little lyrics, right? How do you lie? How do you lie? How do you lie? And I was like, how do you lie? How do you lie? How do you lie? Cause you're a vampire, Vamp- right? Like I took that out of context. And at the end of the day, I it was, that was kind of close. I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't the song at all. Right. So it's kind of the same idea is that when you get like a little clip of something, maybe you create this idea of what it would be in your head and then it ends up souring it. No pun intended. No pun intended for my guts because it's sour. <laughs> Love you, Olivia. Okay. Next up, hot tubs are disgusting. I know someone with a hot tub and last summer they tried to convince me to get in, but I'm so grossed out by them. I mean, it's just a glorified bath in your back garden that you just sit in with other people. I do not, under any circumstance, want to sit in a tiny amount of hot water filled with other people's dead skin, hair, mucus, and other gross things. Then what do you do when you're in there? Literally nothing. So not only is it gross, but it's boring. I can't be the only one who thinks this. (laughs) The consistent, like, passion in these hot takes, you know what I mean? Like, and guess what? It's like literally boring. <laughs> Kills me. Now, hot tub, I don't know, dude. Like, listen, hot tubs are pretty fucking gross. But like, if it was my own, I'd be okay with it. Also, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go sit in a hotel, like the Super Motel 8. But like, if it's a Hilton, like, I'm going to sit in there. I think a lot of it, though, like, with the amount of chemicals and the heat, pr- like, tell me if I'm wrong, but like, wouldn't it kill quite a lot of, like, nasty things versus just, like, a normal pool? Like you have heat and chemicals combined. I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, give it grace. Some of us like hot tubs. Some of us like hot baths. I want to get third degree burn when I get out of the shower. So hot tubs are quite literally right up my alley. But 
I understand your passion for spreading hot tub slander on Reddit. You slandering sluts. Next one. 90% of gifted kids were just average kids who developed quickly. So a lot of people are saying um, here, it's just very long, but basically it's just saying that if you are going to be gifted, a lot of it comes from just simply what you're interested in and getting into it early. So gifted kids just developing fast, getting into their passions fast. I don't know. I mean, don't we have like the IQ scale, like for a reason, you know what I mean? Don't we have the ability to kind of like gauge someone's giftedness by simply just like the IQ chart? I don't know. That's just like what I was thinking because at the end of the day, like gifted people also are people I would argue that do apply themselves, whether you're a gifted athlete and you took that gift and made it better, or you're someone who's smart and you took that and made it better by, you know, reading more, doing more, learning more you have a gift and then you apply yourself to it. So I I don't know if that has to do anything with like getting into it earlier. Does that make sense? I don't know. That was like not the most fun one. That was like kind of mid to be very honest. Another hot take, dating Ash, dating Ash, (laughs) dating apps are fucking trash, ruined regular ass dating and destroyed people's self-esteem, but they've almost gone to become a necessity in our society in its day and age. I would quite literally agree because I do think dating apps, like when they first started, I think there was some general like positives from them, but I can see where now as time has passed and we've continued to get like deeper and deeper into online dating. I mean, for God's sake, people are like editing their Tinder pics. Like you're Photoshopping your body from the start. You're setting an unprecedented standard of yourself to others from the get-go. Like it's definitely low self-esteem. Here's the thing that sucks is like, you know, a lot of us go to work we come home, we work out. Where is our time to go out and meet these people? So I see where online dating is is quite literally what we need in this time, in this day, in this, in this age. But like, it just kind of sucks how like, pe- it takes a few people to ruin it. And it's become trash because of that. I don't know if you're single right now, how is online dating for you? Let me know. Next one. Okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. The trans flag colors enforces gender stereotypes. It's literally pink for a girl and blue for a boy. Come on. I mean, they kind of have a point here. They kind of have a point here. This topic can take so many twists and turns. And it's sometimes it's just the thing that is very confusing, I think, for a lot of us is that as much as trans is not, be, being trans is not new, it's kind of new to talk about. It's a new topic. It's a new place that like, I think a lot of us are learning and that's not to us being like ignorant or transphobic. It's just like, we never learned it. So like, why would we know it? Right? So I think like learning certain things, learning the ideologies and thoughts behind the trans community or any LGBTQIA plus I think is always interesting, but I will say that just reading that in general, I couldn't, I think it's blue, pink, blue, right? Or something. I don't know. I'm trying to picture it in my head, but to say that, that, you know, that is a hot take or should I just say something interesting? I mean, it is like, maybe what if we made it like black, brown and gold, you know, like really just switched it up because all colors are color. What is it? Black technically absorbs all color, right? Or is it white? I can't think. Why don't we just do that? One solid color. You know what I mean? Because we are all, we are all colors, you know? <laughs> but maybe that's where like the gays win. You know, the, the gay flag is truly a rainbow. 
they really got their shit together. Go off. Kids have become so cringe in recent years due to the internet. And I don't mean funny cringe stuff like goofy Fortnite dancing or shouting random quotes from movies or games. I'm talking about their personalities and how they feel about themselves generally. Someone replies, someone inevitably says this has to be a problem, but if it's getting worse at some point, is it objectively goes too far? Okay, that didn't make sense. Kids being dumb is fine. However cringy it is. But with the presence of the internet and admissible evidence of their actions and the biggest fish on the planet targeting them digitally, can we say we're right this time and they do need to calm down for their own sake? Ooh, I think that's an interesting rebuttal that I'm hearing. Um, or not even a rebuttal, but agreeance is that, yeah, kids these days, I mean, they are literally making such a, a deep digital footprint that is going to follow them everywhere forever. You know, if you are 14 posting weird fucking shit on TikTok, I mean, I guess if you delete it technically, like, right, like, I mean, for the most part, it's probably gone, right? But if you're 30 and you're applying for a job interview and they see you doing whatever when you're 14, I mean, that like some of that can question your character, whether we like it or not. So I would definitely agree that some of the stuff that kids are doing now, I'm like, I really hope that you continue to be only an influencer because you ever try to go to get a normal job, you're they're not going to give you that fucking job, dude. <laughs> okay, a few more. SpaghettiOs are the best snack. I would definitely not agree. I would not agree. SpaghettiOs are literally fucking trash. Would literally not agree at all. Last one. Okay, this is a good one to end on just because it came up in my like suggested and I feel like because of last week's episode, we just have to go here like one more good golly time. This question asks, how do you all cope with the fact that you will eventually die? That is right on par for how we have been feeling. You know what I mean? <laughs> so some let's let's read some of these replies. This one says, instead of life is so short, how am I ever going to live enough? I switched it to life is the longest thing I'll ever do. I'm not too worried about it. I just don't want the process to hurt. Other than that, I just try to live life. Someone says, gonna be the best sleep ever. Billions of years existed before I came around. I don't freak out or worry about those years. I don't fret over what I was doing or where I was prior to my birth or conception. I'm not going to do that over my death or what happens after either. I will make as much of a difference while I'm here, but when it's time, I'll be ready for whatever comes after. I'm a firm believer that whatever happens after death is something we cannot comprehend. Thus, there is zero point in overthinking or debating it. Just live your life. Another person says worrying will not change the outcome. The next one is I'm fine with the concept of being dead. Actually dying is scary because we will, it will probably be painful, but like, so are a lot of things. I can be drowning and live. I can get hit by a car and live. So I guess I should cope with it by knowing I'll probably go into shock. But yeah, after that part where I just don't exist as a consciousness is fine. <laughs> uh, I don't care why I even think about it. Whatever happens, happens. Last one I'll end on is right here. What is there to fear? Death will be the same as the time you were born. Before my life started, there was no drama, no pain, no fear, no joy, and only peace and nothingness. So this is what will await me. That is totally fair. Okay, I love that. Thank you so much, R. Ask Reddit. Appreciate you with my whole heart and soul. So a little bit of a floppy episode today. Just wanted to kind of sit down here, have some fun, and quite literally just show up for you guys. So make sure that you guys leave a rating, review, subscribe, subscribe to YouTube, leave a comment. Make sure you play all the fucking ads until the goddamn end and never press skip. Make sure that you listen every week, wherever you are, Spotify, Apple, fucking, I don't know, Google it. Google wherever you can listen to this podcast. And like I said, you can also listen and watch on YouTube. 
I am looking rather dapper today. Not really. I actually look very, very average and I hate my hair. So we will get onto that later. Hope you guys have a beautiful Sunday and I will see you next week as always with our favorite special, not so special guest, Wyatt Piper. Love you guys. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.